press the follow or subscribe button in your podcast app to get daily updates from the front. From the journalists of The Australian, here's what's on the front. I'm Claire Harvey. It's Tuesday, February 7. Alcohol bans will be reintroduced in a bid to curb the crime wave enveloping Alice Springs. The Northern Territory's Chief Minister, Natasha Files, confirmed alcohol cannot be sold to residents in town camps and remote communities. And beefed-up alcohol management plans will be able to be modified with support from 60% of a community. The legislation will be introduced next week. The Greens have thrown their support behind an Indigenous voice to Parliament after a divisive internal fight over the policy. Meanwhile, Green Senator Lydia Thorpe has sensationally quit the party to sit on the crossbench. Now I will be able to speak freely on all issues from a sovereign perspective without being constrained by portfolios and agreed party positions. Thorpe's exit is the latest shock in an increasingly complex political debate around The Voice, and it's already made things a whole lot harder for the Prime Minister. That's in today's episode. Most Australians support a voice to Parliament, according to the Australian's news poll, because they believe it would give Indigenous Australians long overdue recognition. But every day there's a new twist in this diabolically complicated politics, as First Nations leaders and the rest of the country get to grips with what a voice is and what it's not. Proponents of The Voice say it would be the first step in helping Australia form a treaty with its First Peoples and begin a truth-telling process. Others want the treaty first, and then there are those who believe a voice won't achieve any practical improvement in the lives of Indigenous Australians. Dennis Shanahan is The Australian's national editor and is here to help us unpack where we stand after a very dramatic first day of Parliament. Let's start with Senator Lydia Thorpe, who's quit the Greens over this issue. Greens MPs, members and supporters have told me they want to support The Voice. This is at odds with the community of activists who are saying treaty before voice. This is the movement I was raised in. My elders marched for a treaty This is who I am. Lydia Thorpe said she's yet to finalise her position on The Voice, but she's been vocal about the need for a treaty and scathing about The Voice. So, Dennis, Voice proponents are saying they want treaty and that's what The Voice is for. Lydia Thorpe's painting The Voice as a cop-out. So what is she asking for? What's the difference between what she wants and what the proponents of The Voice want? What Lydia Thorpe and the group, the now forming Black Sovereignty Movement that she's going to represent in the Senate, they want a sovereignty and treaty before they have the voice. So what they are saying is that a voice to Parliament, which is meant to be a chance for Indigenous Australians to have input to government policy making before it's actually created and to have that before legislation is passed. But that's a long way short of a treaty or providing sovereignty for Indigenous Australians. So what Lydia Thorpe 
And others on the left are saying is the voice to parliament does not do enough. But what that, of course, creates is a real problem for Anthony Albanese because so far he has had opposition from the right. We now have a formal movement led by a full senator who is no longer tied to the Greens running a campaign against the voice because it doesn't do enough. So from the left, Anthony Albanese now has a new front of people saying it doesn't do enough, we want more. And that is only going to create fears and confusion amongst people on the other side who say, hold on, we didn't want a treaty and we don't want sovereignty either. So, Dennis, if the voice proponents are saying we were going to get to a treaty anyway, you know, what's the difference between having a voice first and then having a treaty second? Why is this so important? Well, this is the whole question, and this is where Anthony Albanese has been a bit obtuse about sovereignty. Essentially, the Constitution and the High Court have established in various decisions, including Coe and Mabo, that sovereignty is not just suitable. That is, it can't be actually created through legal action. So it, there has to be a referendum to change the constitution. That is not what this referendum does. It does not lead to a treaty. It does not lead to sovereignty because the High Court won't allow it. Now, this is part of the problem Anthony Albanese has created by not having enough detail. He refuses to tell people how it will work in practice. There is not going to be a legislated treaty. Now, the Greens have always known that Lydia Thorpe was a radical. They knew that when they put her in the Senate to replace the outgoing leader, Richard Di Natale. It's been a bit of a headache for Adam Bant to have her in the party that, on the face of it, supported The Voice. Is it a bit of a relief for Adam Bant now that she's out of the party or is this just a new phase of the nightmare? Well, (laughs) it could be a new phase of the nightmare. Look, Adam Bant realised when she was elected that she was going to be a handful. So for the Greens, it solves one headache. It hasn't actually lost them support in the Senate, but it has created a formal position where there are now more people that the government has to deal with to try and get something through the Senate, where, of course, Labor and the Greens are in a minority. Stay with us. After the break, Dennis Shanahan breaks down how the father of reconciliation and Senator Jacinta Price fit into this very complex picture. My name is Manny Karoudis and I'm a former New South Wales policeman turned investigative reporter with a passion for missing persons cases. I'm here to quickly tell you about our True Crime Australia podcast, The Missing. In this series, I look at old missing persons cases which have all gone cold in an attempt to try and uncover new information which could help see these missing people reunited with their loved ones or any form of clue that could bring these families closure. The Missing is available now wherever you get your podcasts and early and ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts. (music) 
Dennis, Senator Pat Dodson is the government's special envoy for reconciliation and the implementation of the Uluru Statement from the Heart. He's a strong proponent of the voice and he's gone one step further in The Australian Today and suggested it could play an advisory role to the National Cabinet. Here's Senator Dodson speaking to our journalist Sarah Eisen. But in the spirit of uh, a referendum that supports the um, provision that's being put forward, then I would think... uh, Uh, a wise leader would want to consult with them in as effective a way as possible. That's an interesting new twist, Dennis. Is that something unexpected and maybe unhelpful from Senator Dodson? No, it's not unhelpful. In fact, it's very helpful because it actually discloses something that not a lot of people appreciate. And so what we have seen from Senator Dodson today is a confirmation of the reality that representatives of The Voice are going to want to be in early at all levels of government, at executive government and in policy-making decisions. Even the Prime Minister has said that all levels of government, local, state and federal, will be affected by The Voice. Pat Dodson's position on The Voice is really crystallised in what's going on in Alice Springs right now. He says in his interview with The Australian that it's time for the government to be taking practical action. It's about time something happened out in the, in, in the village. Mm. And that's where the frustration is about some of this, I think. Mm. I'm not blaming the minister, I'm just saying the capacity to deliver the good programs that we've got has got to be accelerated. Mm. He's also broken ranks to warn against the reintroduction of permanent grog bans because he says the intervention was very damaging for Aboriginal communities. That's part of the cause for the destabilisation of authority and power within the Aboriginal community. So, Dennis, what about those comments from Senator Dodson, who's known as the father of reconciliation? Does that make it more difficult for Anthony Albanese to take the kind of strong action with the Northern Territory government that a lot of people in Alice Springs are calling for? Well, it has uh, has made it very difficult. And in fact, Anthony Albanese, from the beginning, was against extending or renewing the uh, prohibition on alcohol in various parts of the Northern Territory, including Alice Springs. So what we've had is a complete backdown on alcohol bans in the Northern Territory. It was against what Anthony Albanese wanted. It was clearly against what Pat Dodson wanted. But the reality, the practicality is that people were under such stress and violence and disorder in Alice Springs, something had to be done. And this is why people say, what will the voice do to these practical issues? And that's the big question that Anthony Albanese has to answer as he goes on now trying to move on from Alice Springs to the voice in the referendum. Senator Jacinta Numpy-Impa-Price is a national senator who rocked politics earlier this year by saying she opposed The Voice. She has plans to present Parliament with a bill to reintroduce the Stronger Futures, that is, the intervention legislation, this week. She gave an interview to our reporter, Liam Mendes, with a sharp rebuke for those who oppose direct intervention in communities. I think it's criminal that we're allowing for this, the abuse, sexual abuse in horrific circumstances to occur to Aboriginal children in this country. 
come to any kid, but it's predominantly Aboriginal children. Yeah. Um, that to me is where the racism lies. You know, humans humans are capable of overcoming adversity, but they can't do that unless they have the opportunity at gaining an education, um, at having their needs met, and um, these kids aren't getting any of that. So, Dennis, where does Jacinta Price sit now in the debate about the voice and about this question of practicality as opposed to symbolism? Well, this is, again, the crux of the matter, and Jacinta has actually been one of the leading Indigenous voices in the debate. She has not been afraid to say she opposes the voice for this very reason, that she doesn't believe it will do anything to fix the practical problems and that the pressure on doing practical things to assist people in remote communities in the Northern Territory will be gone. Her argument is we want to fix the practical problems first before we worry about the symbolism. And there is an enormous cost in this referendum. There is also a great danger of social division and political division. And of course, as the Prime Minister has warned, if the referendum goes down, he argues Australians will be seen once again as a racist group who didn't want to recognise Indigenous people. This really is building towards a terrible storm, a political storm and a social storm over the referendum whether we have a practical, symbolic answer, whether we try and make the two work together or we see a failure of the referendum and then the political fallout after. Dennis Shanahan is The Australian's national editor. The Reserve Bank could pick up the pace on interest rate rises with an increase of 0.5 percentage points in the realm of possibility for today's big decision. You can be the first to know at theaustralian.com.au. Access a world of true crime podcasts on CrimeX Plus, where award-winning journalists take a deep dive into unsolved cases. Every week, we're waking up to a dead woman. A dead mother, sister, auntie, grandmother. It's not good enough. From the team that brought you The Teacher's Pet, Shadow of Doubt and Dying Rose, unlock early, ad-free and bonus content from brand new series and flagship shows such as I Catch Killers with Gary Jubilin. One was shot in the mouth and I thought he was dead. Another one had been shot with a shotgun and I got the overspray. Search for Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts to start digging deep into the world of true crime.